0: Hello, 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 listeners. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow, and I am excited to have you all here today. We're going to talk about some exciting things like over-celebration. So every morning, I start the day by writing down one goal I want to accomplish for the day. And one day, I had read something that said, over-celebrate every effing thing. I was like, okay, I I really love this idea. So I wanted to make that a goal for the day that I would celebrate every single thing. And as I was starting my day in this mindset, I found myself thinking about, like thinking about how I could genuinely and authentically achieve this goal. I didn't want to go through the, you know, fake it till you make it and try on things that didn't really fit like, oh, I really love sitting in traffic for 30 minutes or Picking up dog poop is so much fun. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. That line of thinking wouldn't result in a genuine celebration of the moment, so it certainly wouldn't lend itself to over-celebration. And as I was thinking, again, how I could genuinely celebrate every single moment of the day, three things came to mind. And those three things are show up, learn, and serve. And if I approached the day, with these three um, ideas in mind, it seemed like that would give me something that I could genuinely feel some over-celebration for. So let's look at the first one, show up. As many of you know, showing up is half the battle. We all know that the initial exertion of doing something is harder than maintenance. And I don't know about you all, but I am not exactly a morning person. So that first effort of getting out of bed is the toughest part. And, and again, at least for me, um, the the idea is like I will get stuck and like I my brain will start running and I'll start thinking about all the things I have to do. And then I'll want to just pull the covers over my head. But once I get out of bed, my feet hit the floor and I'm on the run, then I can keep going. I can keep chugging along. I can keep um, being present for what the day is bringing. So showing up is half the battle. And as we know, like when it comes to writing, you know, the most difficult page is the blank one. So st- Step one is making the commitment to show up. Take the first step. So if you have some things that you have not been showing up for, start doing it. Now's the time to just show up, to work to every meeting, to that Zumba class that you've been meaning to take, yes, even the virtual one, this is our world now, Um, to that daily walk you've been saying, keep saying that you've been meaning to do, to drink the eight glasses of water challenge, um, to difficult conversations that you've been putting off, or show up to that big adventure you've been meaning to take, or show up to returning that phone call to your doctor that you've been avoiding. Just start. Just start. Just show up, just say yes to every day, to everything that's presenting itself to you. Just keep lifing life, even when it's hard, even when we don't want to, just show up. That's step one. And the second thing that had come to mind to me that day was learning. As I was going through this day of Elver Celebration, I found myself thinking about traveling. And when we're tourists, we find ourselves in awe of a new place and we find ourselves being really present and, and open to the different sights and sound and vistas. And we're we're curious w- in ways that we aren't necessarily in our daily lives. Like we see a building and we're curious about its history. Or when we're standing on the top at a cliff, we are curious about how high that cliff is that we're standing on. And I thought, what if we approached every day, every un- every mundane routine experience as enthusiastically or with as much curiosity as we do when we're on vacation exploring a new location. And so I thought of my good friend Marcel Proust who says, you know, the real voyage of discovery consists not in seeing new landscapes, but in having new eyes. So if I wanted to approach the day in sort of a spirit of learning, it would require letting go of any preconceived notions. I'd have to let go of thinking that I already know something or thinking that I already know how something is going to go. So I I would need to let go of misconceptions, preconceptions I have in my mind. It also requires me to be open. Not just in my mind, but in my heart, I really need to be open to what's going on around me. And I would see things that weren't there before, or I would see a project or a task in a new way. If I approach the tasks with the spirit of learning, then I could allow myself to open up to the possibilities that maybe weren't there before. And I could question things. Um, maybe why have I always done something this way? And could I be doing it different or better? And I found myself asking this question throughout the day as I was approaching an activity or task, I would stop and say, what do I want to get out of this? Is this just something I want to cross off my to-do list or is this something I want to experience? Is it something I want to learn from and is it something I want to allow myself to be transformed by? So during this day of intentional over-celebration, I applied the spirit of learning to several things. And one seemingly minor thing was the daily walk I take with my dog. I set the intention to learn something new. So I w- yeah, maybe that was just seeing something that I hadn't noticed before. So I took the same path that I do nearly every day and I noticed that there was a Yankees bobblehead on the dashboard of one of the cars I walk by daily. I'd never noticed it before. I noticed um, that there was one single tennis shoe a child's shoe that was laying in a drain and I found myself wondering like how how long has that been there and I'd never noticed it before I also this seems really simple but I noticed the house numbers and realized if prior to that day if anybody had asked me if the house numbers were single digits three digits four digits I would have no idea if they had asked me are you walking down the 100 block or the 300 block I would have had no idea So really diving into the day and allowing it to teach me and transform me generated a sincere experience of over-celebration. Because here's the thing, as we open ourselves up to learn, explore, and play with the world around us, we really get a chance to learn and explore ourselves. And self-discovery is a fantastic place to practice some over-celebration. And the third area that came to mind when thinking of how I could over-celebrate every single thing was this idea of service. And I love the William Blake quote that goes, I sought my soul, but my soul I could not see. I sought my God, but my God eluded me. I sought my brother, and I found all three. There is something profound and magical that happens when we show up with the heart of a servant. And it's simultaneously selfish and selfless which is a beautiful expression of the oneness that is life but I won't get too woo woo or go too spiritually in depth here but I think it's worth noting that when we show up in service to others all that we give we receive as well so I'm going to say that again like all that we give we actually receive and that's a powerful experience and so as I was contemplating this idea of of being in service and how that can help me sort of over Over celebrate life. I thought about the times when I was in explicit, like I'm in explicit be of service mode. So I thought about the year of full time volunteer service I did in the California Bay Area between undergrad and grad school, and I also thought about my role as a behavioral health specialist specialist for a federal disaster medical assistance team. And I reflected on my first deployment for with the Federal Disaster Medical Assistance Team, which happened to be a hurricane-devastated island. And I was pretty tentative about going on this deployment. And if I'm honest, tentative might be too soft of a word. Um, here's how the process went down. So on day one, I receive a text from my team's deputy commander. His name is Steve. And, and this is Steve. He says, do you want to deploy? You leave in six days impregnated pause, avoidant pause by me and i finally respond um if i'm honest i'm a little bit freaked out there's no electricity, no running water, no cell phone reception. Also it's separated from my home by a whole bunch of water Oh, and I have a flight um, that leaves back home the day after the deployment ends, and I need to be back for that. And Steve sort of flippantly responds like, I don't think it's as bad as you think. I'll put you in contact with someone who's been there um, in recent deployments, and, and so get back with me tomorrow. So tomorrow comes, day two, I unintentionally, quote unquote, don't follow up with Steve. Again, avoidant strategies. Uh, and then day three comes and I get a phone call from Steve. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm walking into a meeting. Who is this? And he says, it's Steve. Back to the deployment. We still need a behavioral health specialist to work roster. And I sort of distractively say, yeah, okay. Um, I'm walking into a meeting, super busy. Let me think about it. I'll take it from here. No need to connect me to anyone, (laughs) but I had nine hours to decide. And so in that time, like no joke, I'm engaging in like a raucous internal debate, like something you'd see on, you know, Jerry Springer, I'm going back and forth and, um, you know, second guessing myself and getting all fear-based and the discernment process ends as all good, healthy decision-making should no lie magic eight ball. And I went hard. Like I was going like best out of three. Then it was best out of five. And I was finally like, okay, fine. But I'm literally asking the magic eight ball, but like, will I make it back in time for my flight that leaves from back home? The magic eight ball responds, quote unquote, it is certain. So I'm like, okay, message received. I'm getting deployed. And now upon return from this deployment, I got several questions about the experience. And I had even, um, our, the state um, association of counties had asked if I would like write an article on my experience because I was working for the county at the time that I went on this deployment. And so I had been f- trying to like find a succinct way to summarize this 16 day deployment. And what I finally landed on was it was healing for the patients. It was healing for the community and it was healing for me. So again, in the giving, we receive. And I share that um, anecdote and that story of because I want to I demonstrate like all of this resistance and avoidance that my brain had engaged in, um, that if I had let all of that fear-based thinking and all of that fear of the unknown went out, I would have missed out on a beautiful experience that impacted both the givers and the receivers of the service. And here's the thing. I don't need to be on a one year sabbatical of service or on a disaster deployment to be of service. This applies to everyday life. How can I bring a spirit of service to making dinner, doing laundry, going grocery shopping, doing reports at work, and crunching numbers and data and things that don't seem like obvious service if I can really think about what my um, actions are in service of? it allows its, it, it at least presents the opportunity for it to be a transformative experience when we're being intentional about over-celebrating every dang thing, right? So when I was, so this is something though, I've I've taken since that day, it was so much fun for me and created such a different experience of life. I've started applying it uh, every day. This is something, and I'm not, and I'll be honest, I'm not as intentional, but it really is transformative when I think about approaching every day with those three ideas in mind showing up learning and being of service that that really does create an opportunity to experience the celebration that life can be and it turns out these same principles are pretty darn applicable applicable when like i need to get unstuck or i'm feeling in a rut and i'm feeling like i'm stuck in a routine or i can't get my mind out of a certain mode those three things apply show up learn be of service All right, y'all, that is what I have for you this week, my friends. I look forward to hearing how it goes for you and how you approach celebration every single day, and let me know if there are other strategies you had to use. Maybe you try showing up, learning, and serving, and maybe something else comes to mind. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.